welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We're going to talk about 205 Live NXT. We're going to talk about a War Games match that we watched for our classic match of the week. We've got some questions from the Facebook. and We're going to have uh, the worst time we've ever had in our entire lives. Tonight, <laughs> we're going to have that. But before I get to that, uh, I would like to welcome in the Jun Akiyama to my go, Shiozaki Marianne. Hello. Oh, wow. Thank you for such an honor. You were welcome. I was watching All Japan uh, before this, and I... Uh, that would explain a few things. I pulled it up. I pulled Can up you the believe that we are on episode 211? 211? No, I cannot. I, um, I'm going to teach you something right now. Oh, my goodness. Do you know how to say 211 in German? Dominic, don't answer that. I know you know. No, I don't. Zwei. Zwei. Undert. Undert. Elf. Elf. Zwei. Zwei. Undert. Undert. Elf. Elf. Really? Elf? Yeah, that's 11. Interesting. Well, there you I go. I won't say 12. Next week, you will not be hearing me say 12 because I can't say it. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Zwei und Elf. Zwei und Elf. Elf. Yep. Excellent. I'm sure we will hear about my horrible pronunciation. Both of our horrible pronunciations. That's fine. Um, Marianne, how are you? I am good. Um, I have been so busy at work with all of the new responsibilities and all this weird shit that's happening. But it's it's good, though, because I do get time where I can get up and I have to go run a bunch of stuff in the copy room. Yeah. And I just go to the back and I just blast my 80s alternative playlist and, like, dance around the copy room. Nice. And, like, make little booklets and stuff for things. And my coworker Sonia came in and she was like, do you need to be singing right now? And I looked at her and I was like, well, you can leave. And also, you're lucky that I can sing. So, meh, <laughs> to her. As I'm, like, blasting, like, Toto's Hold the Line. Nice. Like, <laughs> Very nice. Clearly, it's far superior to Africa. So. Yeah. Sorry, Fair Mojo. Enough. Fair enough. But, yeah. How was your weekend? You saw, um, you went to AEW and you also went to Disneyland. Oh, well, um. I, I went to Disneyland and I went to New Japan Pro Wrestling. I was, oh, sorry. I, I said wish, I was reading AEW this weekend and yes. that's what went through my mind. I wish I was going to, yeah. to AEW. But um, Disneyland was fun. Um, I mean, that's not news. You're always at Disneyland. Yeah, it was the first time I went. I went to Galaxy's Edge, which was <gasps> uh, very cool. But did you see Kylo Ren? I did not. I <gasps> already told you. Oh, um, I figured I would ask again just in case anything changed in your memory. Yes, um, but it was it was super fun. Um, it Do was, they have a general Hux there? I have no idea. I don't. Can somebody know. let me know. Someone. I, I'm going to I'm going to dress as General Hux. That's going to be my next anime project. My goodness. I'm going to be like sexy General Hux. <laughs> general Hux. Oh, that. Like guy. if Nazis were hot. Well, oh boy. Uh, oh boy, that was, that was questionable. I'll probably that's, regret saying that. That's pretty probably. In about 30 seconds. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no, so uh, Star Wars Land was fun. It wasn't that crowded, which was crazy because it was a Saturday, but uh, it was cool. Um, how, did that, how does that work? Do they only let a certain amount of people in? No, it's free range right now. You're a free range human walking through God Galaxy, damn. Galaxy's Edge. 
Um, it's because school just got back in the session, and everyone's like, uh, we're not fucking going to Disneyland. Although basically. they should be. I agree, but, I mean, it was great. We got on uh, the Millennium Falcon ride in about 235 minutes. Damn. Yeah, which is very cool. It was 35 very... minutes. Yeah, for a brand yeah, new fuck ride. fuck you, Splash Mountain. Hey, man. Splash Mountain had a longer had a longer wait, honestly. It always does. Yeah, um, but it, it was always does that in Space Mountain. Yeah, you have to you have to cut out like good like hour and forty five minutes out of your way if you don't get a fast pass on that sucker. Absolutely, but Goddamn. Uh, that was fun. It was very exhausting, and then the next day I uh, went to the New Japan Pro Wrestling Super J Cup Finals. God, living it up, John. Uh, it was a time. It was definitely a time to be alive. It was also a time to be uh, El Fantasmo as he won the whole goddamn thing. Uh, he well, d- shit. Yeah, it was. Um, we'll talk about that a little later, but um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a good time. As as far as I saw, your seats were pretty good. My seats were quite excellent. They were, I think, a little over seventy, and we were on the floor. And they were great. Ooh. Yeah, they were great. They were real good seats. Um, I saw you. You took pictures of, of your Lord and Savior. Yes, I did. Tetsuya Naito, probably the closest I've ever been to him. Um, My God. It was amazing. Um, you also saw Carl. I did see Carl. Carl Fredericks. Um, I'm trying to think of who he wrestled. Let me see if I can find the Super J Cup. You know why you forgot who he wrestled? It's because he's so handsome three. that he makes you forget everything. I mean, he is a fine-looking... A- he is a stunning gentleman he is also a fantastic human being um and he to boot oh he fought uh juice robinson god damn really yeah um that match was pretty fun i i really think uh i hope um carl's not just sticking around for the you know the uh dojo training i hope he gets a a legit shot in in new japan i think he will he's in england right now i think oh nice He's like he's like living it up. I'm so proud of him. I went from seeing him in in like garbage battle royals at APW yeah. like two years ago to like this shit, and I'm so proud of him. Yeah. Although he, he did take a picture on Instagram earlier, or he posted a picture, and I'm like, why are you wearing pants? His name. I'm not used to you wearing pants. I'm used to you wearing little teeny trunks or like teeny shorts. His name on um. Oh on twitter is spicy carl is it really with a with a little it's not a jalapeno that honestly sounds like something that reno scum would call him i mean i call him baby carl because he's like he's like it's weird me talking about how hot he is but he's like my adopted brother and scum are our dads (laughs) like that's the way that's the way our family functions i love carl he is just a superb human being like he's so nice but I'm really glad you got to see him. He's he's great. Yeah, man. It's been a while since I've I've seen. Uh, he's still I've not allowed him. to do a moonsault, and he has a beautiful moonsault. Yeah, a lot of people were like, "Why are all these guys doing Boston crabs?" And uh, they're not allowed to do yeah, jumpy shit. And people don't realize that when you are a young lion, you have a move set you have to stick to. You can't be doing all this crazy shit all the time. And he can do crazy shit. He can, and I'm I'm very excited to see him do crazy shit. It's going to be I great. I told him he needs to dedicate the first moonsault he's allowed to do to me and he will. Because he used to do moon he used to add a moonsault into his matches if he knew I was going to be there. Oh my god. And I would go <laughs> He should call it the Merry Moonsault. 
No, he shouldn't. Yes, he should. You know who? You know what I just found out the other day. Actually, no, I didn't find it out. I was thinking about it. You know how I, like I never really have nicknames except for like Mern. <laughs> yes, Mern. Jaren calls me Marinara. Marinara. <laughs> My God, what a nickname that is! I know. I was like, that's the first legitimate nickname. I guess Don and Don and Jaren call me Marinara. Goodness. I know. And you, I don't even like wait, that's I don't even like Italian food. My god, why? I like fettuccine alfredo. Okay. I like alfredo sauce and that's basically it. Which is weird okay. because my mom just got we got like all new appliances in our kitchen and like a new floor and shit. Our kitchen doesn't look it used to be like that weird nineteen fifties theme, remember? Yes. So now we got like uh, a farm style English sink. So it's like a like a deep basin sink. Uh-huh. We got a new dishwasher because our other one would leak everywhere, no matter how much we tried to fix it. And then my mom got a new microwave and an oven, and they're both Italian. Right. She didn't want anything made in China, so they were like Italian. And I was like, ugh, shitty Italian stuff. Because I dated an Italian guy, and I've been bitter ever since. But there's like a setting on the oven that's a pizza setting. So it's like the it's like the Italian popcorn setting on the oven. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I did, Marianne, is we're, we're <laughs> changing subjects we're, from ovens back to wrestling. Well, not to wrestling. Uh, so uh, football starts next week, and Ugh, I who cares? Well, I we do a segment on the show called uh, "Toot It or Boot It" here, and oh, I'm going to send you uh, the New York Jets new uniforms. I'm sending you the picture right now via Instagram or text. Via text. Okay. Um, Watch it doesn't get here for like another 35 minutes. My God, I hope not. Which used to be how long I had to drive to get to your house when we would record. I know, now it's... uh... Oh, are you only asking me because it's green? Oh my God, those helmets. Dog. Fucking toot. You you toot the helmets, okay. I toot those emerald helmets. Dude, they look so much better in person. God damn, they look so shiny and beautiful, like bowling balls. Now wh- I like it. It's a green and black theme, right? It is a green oh, and black and white. Toot. What fucking do we toot. now? What do we think of the the black jersey with the green stripes? Oh, that's that's the thing I'm looking at the most. Oh, okay. Because so that's great. Black, green and black is like my combo. Yeah. So I bought that. Like green, I gray, that and black. It's a, yeah. It's a fucking toot for sure. Okay, great. That was. Uh, I just wanted to do a fun little. Uh, yeah, but, but the Jets it. were always green, right? Yeah, they were always green. What are the Eagles? Aren't e- they the same? Eagles are a different green. This Kelly is like green? a green. No, this is. I'd say this is a Kelly green. Mm, the helmets are definitely emerald. Oh, they cha- they the the helmets also depending on how you look at them. They oh, kind God. of. They They're like weirdly like that weird reflective that some people like those uh, those Mexicans that get their cars painted like that, where you drive um, past them and the two colors change. Kind maybe. That's the best. Yeah. So I bought the jersey on the far right. So Oh, okay, fucking the, good. The also, why are that not why are there not lenticular football helmets? I'm not sure what that means. Okay. So <laughs> you know those little pictures um where they're like they're, they're usually little cards and then you move them from side to side and the picture moves? Oh, I don't maybe That's that lenticular. would be maybe that would be too distracting. Oh, who fucking cares? Oh. That'd be great. I have I'm looking at a lenticular picture that I have up on my mirror in my room right now that is from God, it has to be from I don't know what year it's from. And I am so glad my mom kept it. But it's uh, one of the pirates of the Caribbean ride. But the scene with the dog outside of the little jail cell. Nice. And it's a lenticular picture of that from the ride. 
Interesting. So needless to say, that will be buried along with my body. Wow. Along with, well, I'll be on the ride, so it doesn't even matter. Anyways, back to whatever we were talking about. Yeah, those uniforms are a toot for sure. Excellent. That's great. Um, Can't believe I never asked you what you thought of them. But yes, I bought that that black and green one, um, and I bought a white and black Jets hat. They also changed their logo a little bit, but hooray. Good, Good to know. Good to know. What's this episode called? Everything is terrible. That's what we agreed on, right? Yes. Everything is terrible. So let's talk about 205 Live, um, even though it was okay. It was okay. I was going to say it was it. NXT NXT was the terrible, right? Um, Woof. uh, It wasn't terrible because I loved uh, Dominic Dijakovic. Dijakovic. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get, I'm getting a little ahead of myself there. Sorry. So we we start off 205 Live with a, I, I want to fight Gulak. No, I want to fight Gulak. So it turns out that uh, new 24-7 champion Drake Maverick, Uncle Drake as we call him on the with show. With a pink blazer. Yes, my God. Uh, an, an outstanding fashion statement every week. Blazer over a t-shirt. Love My it. god. Absolutely love it. So he says since Oni and Umberto uh technically both won the match last week, they are going to face off in the main event one on one to decide who will take on Drew Gulak at uh Clash of Champions. And we are- I don't know if you noticed, but Oni has is very freckly. His like his, he, uh, yes. his arms are super freckly. Yes. Like, really freckly. And I was like, wow, it's Dimples versus Freckles McLurkin. <laughs> but I, I knew that because obviously, like, I've hung out with, with Oni before. Yes. And it, like, I noticed, I was like, yeah, he has, he's freckly, but it was just, like, really obvious just in that one segment where it's just like you, it, it, his, his head doesn't match the rest of his body almost. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, we had Tom Phillips uh, heading the commentary team this week because. Uh, I guess most of us are already in in the UK getting ready for NXT UK. Um, you go, Vic Joseph. Vic Joseph doing the damn thing. I'm pretty. Uh, it, I'm pretty stoked to check out NXT UK Takeover. Um, even though we haven't watched anything for months from them, but I mean, Valter versus Tyler Bates should be great. Um, so I'm excited to check that out. But you mean uh, Dominic Mysterio? Dominic Mysterio. Taking on Tyler Bate. Uh, my God, what a time. <laughs> uh, we opened up with uh, Kalisto taking on Arya Davari. And I feel like, Marianne, the, the theme of this match was the announcers telling us that Arya Davari is trying to drive a wedge between the Lucha House Party. And for some reason, his uh, he's focusing on Lince Dorado and... Uh, he tells Lindsay at the end of the match he doesn't he doesn't need the Lucha House Party and my God this could be BDK all over again Marianne is is Arya Davari the Aries and or Claudio Castagnoli of Two O Five Live My God if Claudio shows up on Two O Five Live that's the that's the end that's the end here How gaudy do you think the Persian version of the Eye of Tear would be It would be on a giant gold sheet It would be sure. magnificent. It would be fucking magnificent. I know that much. Um, but uh, I mean, this match, um, this match was was all right. Uh, the thing that I really stuck out to me were these crane shots that they yeah, were those using. Are, I never noticed them, but now that you pointed it out, I was like, it really brings out the floor graphics. At, like, at, take away the attention from the wrestlers. Look at these fucking floor graphics. <laughs> I mean, I will say the crane shots are different, and they looked pretty cool. 
Um, but I, I think it's actually called the jib what they're on. Oh, who the fuck cares? They're but, cool. No, they're cool. But at one point I was like, is this a drone? Like, I thought they had drones <laughs> flying around. Um, but the shot looks, it looked cool and I like it. But the only problem is like, I mean, for us, it's great. But I know uh, live audiences hate that fucking shit because they got a giant crane in front of them. But anyway. Yeah, or they have to, or they get their seats moved. Yes. But anyway, uh, I really liked it. I thought it was it was cool. And I feel like 205 Live every once in a while does something very interesting camera wise. And I'm glad to see that they're still uh, they're still doing that. Yeah, it's like, let's test out our our new ideas on 205 Live. And they usually work. Yeah. But um, yeah, this this match was interesting. I think Ari Davari kind of driving a wedge in between people or just like leeching onto people is kind of part of his gimmick. Yeah. Um, but honestly, at this point in my life, I, I had said earlier on Twitter that I've reached like a weird, like single dry spell. Like I would be completely okay with having Ari Davari as a sugar daddy. Like, my God, this is what it's come to. This is what it's come to because remember when he was just a guy? I do remember when Arya Davari was just a guy, but remember I, when we used to not watch Arya Davari matches? Yeah, and now like um, I really like Arya Davari. I think yeah, he's where, great. What the hell happened? I think we need to go back know. and figure out where did where did that change? I have no idea, but I mean, I think he he has been featured a lot on television, and every time he's on TV, at first I go, oh, it's an Arya Davari match. And you know what ha- I think it was? I think it's when he turned sleazy Persian. Yes, I think like that when might, he yeah. went like full, like he went from wearing like regular wrestling trunks and stuff to being like, no, nah, I'm going to wrestle in skinny jeans and yes. a fucking like Versace belt. Yes. Oh, and yes, I did see that. I did see the Versace belt this week. And I thought it's that, ridiculous. I thought that was very funny. Um, and but- I think honestly, like when we first started, we were like, we see enough Persians in our everyday lives. I never see. Why do we? Them. <laughs> you used to. No, every I day. Nev- never get enough. <laughs> we live in the like I. Well, we used to both live in the Silicon Valley. So yeah, and then you became a trader. But whatever. Um, live in that LA lifestyle. Yeah, I know, right? With three um, cats. Oh my! You you noticed that, that drop kick? Yeah, man. Ugh, so good. It was so good, and then uh, fucking Nigel was like, "That looked like he was in fast forward." Yes. <laughs> it looked like he was in fast forward. Um, oh. But yeah, there was a lot of... Uh, Kalisto was bumping like a maniac throughout well, the entire always, match. Well, he always does. Uh, we really need to talk about... I don't even... It was like a, a, a full Nelson that... They had uh, a name for it, but I couldn't hear it. They said it a couple times. Oh, he, but... okay. So it um, so Davari had Kalisto in a full Nelson. He spun him out into a reverse DDT. It was um it was in all in one motion and they called the reverse DDT the slop drop because that's what um uh the Godwins used it in the um in the nineties. It was the it was reverse graceful DDT. as fuck. It was amazing. It was very cool. I think that's another thing about Davari is with this new look that he has, it kind of really pinpoints how graceful he is. Yeah. Absolutely. He's like super sleek. 100 percent he and is, i uh, like i have a thing where i'm just like i really appreciate just like a graceful as fuck person where i'm like i look at that person i'm like that fucker can dance oh and yeah i can and i know it i hope he just <laughs> but it's like he's just so graceful I, I it was beautiful i don't know what the fuck it was but he should do it more often i hope vince doesn't find out he can dance because then it's all downhill 
Oh, I know. I know. It's not good. Fuck. Uh, Kalisto gets the f- hits the 450, and uh, while he is pinning Davari, he pulls his legs too far back, and uh, Davari's r- uh, legs are on the ropes, and I'm like, hey, this is pretty clever. Ring awareness, puta. It was great. I was like, oh, that's very interesting. Um, what are you, a newbie? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. God, not you, him. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> um, Davari goes for the mask and hits the Persian Twist, which is apparently the name of Davari's finish, and he gets the <laughs> it win. It deserves a better name, honestly. Yeah, it's got to it's gotta have a better name. Let's start a poll to have a better name because we know so many Persian people. Better name, for sure, could happen very fast, very quickly. We'll, we'll, we'll run it past Bezal and get back to you guys next week. Um, Davari, we talked about the, uh, the, the wedge he's trying to drive, so we're getting a little uh, storyline here. Also, they already have a mask guy with a mouth hole. They don't need you. So, um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they might not for long, Marianne, because I believe last week he he deleted it, but he did tweet. Um, I'm Callisto. Uh, sorry, Callisto tweeted something about he. It's like six months till freedom. So, yeah, he might be on his way out, and it looks like they're trying to drive a a little wedge here between. Uh, a cheese wedge. A little cheese. A little cheese wedge. Every time somebody says wedge, I just think of cheese wedge, <laughs> and then I want a baby bell cheese. Baby bell cheese is fantastic. They should sponsor us. I would be one hundred percent fine with that. <laughs> that would be a great sponsorship to have. Something that's not great to have is Tony Nese interviews. Uh, they keep happening, and he basically is like, "I was." Uh, I guess just being you nice. It? Shame on you. I wa- I was trying to type out niece things while he was <laughs> in saying all lowercase. Um, and uh, he was like, I guess being the premier athlete is just not good enough. So honestly, shocked the man does not wear puka shells. So oh my god. So you know, uh, he's probably gonna be evil again because sure. What the fuck was he before? I don't know. Just a, just cares? a guy. Just a guy, I guess. No, that's insulting to the term just a guy. My God. Speaking of just a guy, we had two guys up next. The Singh brothers. Um, they, I don't know. Who cares? We're just going on. <laughs> they were like acting or something. And I was like, what is this William Shatner garbage? It was- There's something on the wing. Something. On the wing. Um, I, I've seen that episode of the Twilight Zone, yeah. but every time I say that line, I immediately am just like, no, remember when Ace Ventura said it? Yes, I do. <laughs> that's all I can remember. Yes. Uh, Where he's chewing sunflower seeds and just dropping them on his arm. Yes. Um, <laughs> we had our main event, Oni Lorcan taking on Umberto Carrillo for the number one contendership to the Cruiserweight Championship, which is currently held by Drew Gulak. Uh, Umberto comes out and, uh, Aiden says, shut everything. And Nigel, very confused, says, shut everything. It was very He got funny. flustered. It was That's very... what happens when you have a crush. I guess so. Um, I did also love they were trying to hype up all of the former 205 Live superstars that were in the King of the Ring tournament that they're having right now. And they had the gall to include Chad fucking Gable in You had, that. like, what, two matches? One. He had one match. I, that's what I thought. I was being, I was, I was like, I don't want to say just one, and then it turned out he had two, but yeah, that A sounds about right. A single match. 
Oh, damn. Uh, this match was a lot of fun. The I feel like uh, the crowd didn't give a fuck about this match. Yeah, they were all into the fucking Lucha House Party shit. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. Uh, they were just sitting there doing nothing. There's a backwards rolling moonsault like he's a fucking land dolphin. Oh, yes, that was No amazing. reaction. Uh, flying headbutts. Um, <laughs> geez. There was at one point Oni just didn't help Umberto out at all on his dive and he just and it landed. was like a belly flop on the ground oh, but on man. his back it yeah. was cringeworthy yeah no no water in the pool as they say i was like shit biff what the hell did he Ugh. do to you i mean we got the cool j- handspring japanese arm drag i mean that's what he did to him yeah and then we got the double stomp onto the apron which was cool but the crowd didn't care Ugh. And, the uh- crowd would be better if it was just the two of us <laughs> yes, it would have. It would be louder and more enthusiastic if it was literally just the two of us. Can confirm. Um, there's the half and half on the outside. And then my favorite part was you can't win this match by count out, which was said by two commentators. And then the ref started to count someone out. Which is you literally have one job, ref. I mean, you're I, getting ahead of yourself. I don't know if it was hit if the ref had one job or if it's the commentators who randomly threw out this they line. They have notes in front of them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just very strange. It was the communication was all off. No communication, everyone. Um, I mean, fun match. Umberto ends up getting the win, and he is now the number one contender, and he will be taking on his former mentor. That was upsetting. Drew Gulak. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, you know, it's a different match, I guess, because we've seen Oni versus Drew two times now, which is fine because it's great. But, you know, got to switch it up every now and then. You, you know how everyone can make it up to me since I'm so disappointed about the end of that match? Go to fucking Oni Lorkin's Biff Busick Pro Wrestling Tea Store and get a shirt. Yeah. If you must, get a Laser Dog shirt I mean, as modeled by me this weekend. I'm literally thinking about it after such... Let's just. I think another segment we need is uh, is the Oni Lorkin tweet of the week. Um, my favorite one was. I got it pulled up here. Let me find it. Yeah, I got a tweet of the week. Remember, remember Corey Graves' quote of the week. I do, but here's the Oni Lorkin tweet of the week, uh, in all caps, as only he can do. Last week, Velveteen Dreams suddenly appeared at my park bench and gave me a bottle of Don Julio and told me the hurricane was coming, then disappeared into the night. Mine was, I am deeply in love with kicking ass. That's also a good one. Um, (laughs) I liked fighting Kenta because he was crazy and tough. That's another good one. Oh my god. But yes, uh, good stuff happening there. Uh, Let's move on. Two. My dad said if I retire and take over his ranch, he will give me this llama. <laughs> oh Amazing. Amazing stuff going on there. Let's let's head on over to the black and gold brand NXT. Um, I uh, We open with evil Eo Shirai, the genius of the sky, taking on Cammy Fields. Um, I had a toot it or boot it for you, but, uh, well... What what happened, Marianne? <laughs> I couldn't see it. I was too busy having a seizure with those fucking strobe lights. Yeesh. Yeah. Which is weird because I take anti-seizure medication, but not because I have seizures. Oh, weird. It doubles as a bipolar medication. Oh, Fun really? fact. Um, but 
Yeah, I couldn't see it. I tried and I thought that maybe they would stop the strobe lights and I would see her in the ring with it. And then she took it off and I went, no. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't um, toot it or boot it. So I had no idea that Cammy Fields was a holodead. What? I had no idea until I saw your little comment and I looked it up and holy crap. How could how could you look at that and not think of holodead though? Did you at least think of holodead when you saw her hair? No. Really? No. That was the first thing I thought, and I went, wait, that is her. I should know that by now. Now, um, I don't have any notes on this match because, you know, it was pretty just, it was just a match to get uh, Evil EO over. What do we think of new nasty EO Shirai? I love it. Um, She's like a Tokyo Drift driver. I, yeah, I'm really into her entire presentation where she just seems to uh be very just done with everything jaded very jaded i love it uh she's well it's not even that she's done with everything it's like she doesn't have to do much of anything and she's just so fucking cool yes because she can back it up yeah absolutely Um, it was it was unlike some people we know fucking (laughs) shayna who wishes she looked that badass yes yes she does she absolutely does um but fucking maro at the end man tenacious c oh god damn <laughs> candace i thought LeRae. i misheard him and then i went no i didn't you never mishear morrow uh, he, you heard exactly what he meant for you to hear uh candace Lorray comes out uh at the end here and cleans house of evil eo and then we're reminded that kushida is actually cleans house of evil eo like she's a dark spirit or yeah, something absolutely then we exercises the demons from full sail. <laughs> then we were reminded um, that Kushida is actually part of NXT, but uh, that was pretty much all they told us. What a uh, guess what? He's still here. Remember this guy? Man, what a failed fucking experiment this is already. Yikes! You know what wasn't though? This next match. Yes, this next match definitely wasn't. It was uh, Keith Lee taking on Dominic Dijakovic. This is part two, big lads wrestling, big lads doing things that they shouldn't do uh, or, or, you know, shouldn't normally be able to do, but are now doing. I don't know. Yeah. Physics is like, I don't, I, I'm checking out. Basically. <laughs> okay, bye. I'm on my 15. Um, my goodness. Keith Lee coming out the gate with a big old shoulder tackle. This match was pretty much just uh, big lads doing crazy shit, which was great. Um that's that's literally just the premise of all of the matches between the two of them. Yeah, um, I mean we got some crate. We got a the cyclone, this, I, and I believe this is uh, Dijakovic's first match back from injury, at least on television, which is great. Um, he looked really good in this match. Uh, I mean, he hit. I love his cyclone kick. It's just good shit. Um, Keith Lee's just doing ridiculous nonsense sling slingshot cross bodies into uh, into the ring. Uh, the pop up spine buster on the apron was uh, w- was insane as well. And then, um, oh my god, uh, the Fosbury flop by Dijakovic uh, to the outside. And my note is just, what in the world is happening? It sounds like an ice cream flavor, honestly. Fosbury flop. Yeah, it does. Um, I legit thought they were chanting Menergy instead of NXT after oh they God. did that. Oh and God. now I'm like so disappointed. Goodness. Goodness gracious. Menergy. <laughs> I will say the tossing suplex uh, by 
Dijakovic was fucking crazy. He lift he lifted Keith Lee and tossed him. It was nuts. It was it was insane. Oh my god, I didn't I didn't hear Morrow say that. We got a crazy moonsault <laughs> as well, and then uh, apparently this was said. Morrow was describing Keith like they were both like struggling standing on the on the ropes, and Morrow just described Keith as as unsteady as a baby on a horse. As unsteady as a baby on a horse. <laughs> I was like, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard him say. <laughs> and we got the. Uh... I was like, because remember when I used to be like, dude, you know, Morrow's up late at night, like giggling to himself, writing out all these fucking like anecdotes and shit. Just yes. as unsteady as a baby on a horse. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so good. And Ugh. then I just pictured giant Keith Lee on a tiny rocking horse for a baby. And oh then goodness. I was laughing a lot. Oh, boy. Oh God boy. damn. Uh, we got the top rope Spanish fly, which was not enough to end it. Keith Lee tries to go to the top rope again, but he gets cut off, and then he gets He a, maxed out his quota for top rope moves. He definitely did, and then he had to feast his eyes, Dag. <laughs> and that was the end. Fuck yes! That was the end for Keith Lee, and... Uh, this is this is a Donovan Dijak household, thank you very much. Dijakovic gets no. the win. Donnie, Donnie Dijak gets the win. Greatest wrestling name. Uh, we had a big old Johnny Gargano thing going on. I Just was to like, remind us that he was a thing. I'm like, I, I never forgot he was a thing. But Shane Thorne is here and he goes, where's where's my video? I Look at all my tattoos. I and love, I said, where's your shirt, Shane? I do love that he's like, why are we talking about my cool kicks? <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. No, he's you not wrong, be. but it was very funny. I thought it was great. Um, he is excellent. Yeah. And I love him. He's uh, great. After that, we had Shayna Baszler and her lame friends come out. And before Shayna could say Honestly, anything. all three of them are lame. Just call them lame bitches. Lame or something. bitches. Um, before <laughs> Shayna can tell us anything, uh, my God, Rhea Ripley is in the building. She comes down to the ring, does not let does not let Shayna say anything, and she tells her, "You haven't beaten me, bitch." So uh, now, and I... little twenty two year old Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley is amazing. She's great. Man, her look changed a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty down for this match. I think it should be fun, but I mean, ultimately, I really don't think like it, it's kind of just like uh, the the. Uh, Pac's little saying used to be who can stop Pac, but now it seems to be who can stop Shayna Baszler because uh, <laughs> I really don't know who can. And I mean, Rhea Ripley is a good challenger, but are they really going to put the belt on Rhea? I don't know. I don't know either. Rhea Ripley is like like biker chick chic. Like yes. she is what biker taker wished he was. Very true. Very true. Um, up next, we had the male Rhea Ripley, Pete Dunne. <laughs> I was totally thinking that, too. Every time I see her, I'm like, man, she's Pete Dunne. Hey, man, I'm fine with it. Uh, breaking they news. They look related. Breaking news. Uh, Shaza McKenzie added to the all-out women's casino battle royal. So there you go. That's fun. I think it's fun. Um, what was I saying? Pete Dunne says some stuff, and he just basically goes, I, I, I can do what I want. And that's basically it. Um, I got a baby. I hold her like a football. <laughs> I do what I want. Um, up next was our main event. It was the Street Profits defending their NXT Tag Team Championships against the team of Kyle O'Reilly 
and Robert Fishman. Um, this match was... You're going to confuse people. That name is too real sounding. <laughs> Bo- Bobby Fish. Um, Where's the button? Oh. You just made the list! There you go. Let me tell you one thing, John. I did not watch this match just based on your notes and the fact that... Um... You're fine. You're fine. You don't have to watch it. Good. So uh, we'll just go over this real quick. Man, uh, the crowd was very dead for this match. They, As they should be. Which is insane because they're all marks for fucking... Street Profits. Street Profits. Well, they were hyped when the Street Profits came out. And then uh, they were also hyped when the fucking Undisputed Era came out. And, and they notes for this match. It was just <laughs> boring. It was a boring match. It was very slow-paced. Uh, we did get my new favorite thing in NXT, the Angelo Dawkins hot tag, y'all. You heard oh my that? god, remember when you hated Angelo Dawkins? You heard that I'm... correctly. The man is a hot tag machine. Remember remember when Jason Jordan was a hot tag machine? My god, yes. Also, remember Jason Jordan, period? Man, yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, the crowd was just dead. Um, and basically, uh, we have new tag team champions, and I could really give a fuck, honestly. You could not give a fuck is what you mean to say. You're right. I could not give a single fuck. So that's what happened. Great. That's cool. That was grammar time with Marianne. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Let's talk about... NXT was really unnecessarily exhausting. You're right. You were right. I agree. Um, Except for that match in the middle. Yeah. Marianne, um, are you ready to talk about our classic match of the week? I, I guess maybe. <laughs> so this week we watched um, from Wrestle War 1992. We watched the War Games match, which was the main event of this card. It was Sting's Squadron. My God, it, which is a team that consists of Barry Windham, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, the Natural Dustin Rhodes, Nikita Koloff, and the Who man called Sting. I do love Nikita Koloff. He's great. And they took on the team uh, that is the Dangerous Alliance. Uh, Rick Rude, Larry Zabisco, stunning Steve Austin. Larry Zabisco, the man with six consonants in his name. Yeah, it's it's confusing. Uh, Beautiful Bobby Eaton and the enforcer Arn Anderson. And they were brought to ringside by Paul E. Dangerously, a.k.a. Paul Heyman and Medusa, a.k.a. Medusa. (laughs) <laughs> or or a lunger blaze, if you will. Um, my God, we we get the ca- the cage is being lowered, Marianne, and there are fireworks everywhere. My, were they in a closed ceiling building? Yes, they were. Oh my God! I mean, we've seen this before, but also, yes, I. That agree. was it. Was an unnecessary amount of fireworks, considering the situation. Oh, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I was like, wow, <laughs> things are not like this anymore. There are too many fire codes that are being violated for they, this. Yes, they are. And we had Holy shit. We had good old JR on commentary and he was uh flanked by Jesse the Body Ventura. Sign me the fuck up for this match. Marianne, huge Jesse the Body Ventura fan. How do huge. you not how have you not found a vintage Jesse the Body Ventura shirt? I don't know. Um, can people keep an eye out? And also keep an eye out for a out-of-touch Holland Oates shirt for me. Goodness. Um, because I-, I will wear any Holland Oates merch. Um, but yes, Jesse the Body Adventure. Oh, I- my God. So uh, just a small... Uh, oh, my God. 
This is amazing. There is one Jesse the Body shirt that I see right now. It is a WCW. It says Jesse Ventura, and it is a a drawing of him, and he is flexing over the WCW logo, and it says the body is back. Please buy this fucking shirt. Where is it? It's uh, Shopify is one that I'm seeing right now. Okay, so um, donate to our Patreon so I can buy that shirt because right now I'm broke. <laughs> All right, fair. And that, I that is, so bad. Marianne, that is the only non-political Jesse the Body Ventura shirt I am seeing. Okay, I really need it so I can wear it to Bola. Oh, wait, this is a good one, too. All right, Marion, we're gonna make we'll make this happen. We'll figure this out. For you. you guys, this is this is I need it. All right, Marianne, <laughs> I I mentioned when we talked about war games because the classic match we watched between I believe it was Sting and the Great Muta had two rings and you the were Great conf- Mutati the Great Mutati and you <laughs> were confused as to why there were two rings and I tried to explain to you what war games was. And I was like, "This isn't that hard, right?" And then, oh. and then I, and then I watched this, and here are, I believe, I, I put this into one paragraph, but I believe it was how was it seven steps? I don't know. I was too distracted by that sweet Microsoft Word impact font that Yo, they were man. using. They were doing, they were doing good work over there. But here we go, folks. <laughs> there are seven. Lord, peri- the Lord's work, one might say. Oh my God, I was doing the Lord's work, typing this shit out. <laughs> It is a lot of typing, guys. I'm looking at it right now. It is it is a good thesis statement in an opening paragraph. Here here we go. Seven periods in war games. First period is five minutes. All other periods are two minutes. One man from each team during is in during the first period. It's like you're describing a card game. After first period ends, head re- head ref flip coin. That's what it says. Flips coin. <laughs> Uh, the team that wins the toss sends in a second man after second two on one period ends. Oh my lord! Other teams send second man, making war games two on two. After the third period, team which won the coin toss sends in third man. Teams alternate during remaining periods until all ten men are in. Then the fucking match beyond begins. The only way to win is. By surrender or submission. There are no pinfalls, no countouts, no DQ, and the head ref's ruling is goddamn final. There you go. And it's like you knew I wouldn't be able to keep up with those slides. Oh, my goodness. Because it was insane. It was a lot. Um, That was, that, honestly, reading that back, I think somebody describing how to play magic with a K to me is more confusing. Oh, my God. This is more confusing than that. I, I believe it. I I mean I get it now that I've been told how it works like four times. Yeah, I mean they told but still, you. Still don't bunch don't of quiz times. me on it, please. I will not. I will not do that at all. But what I will talk about is the motherfucking dangerous alliance, man. What a goddamn That's a terrible name. Why? It's it's poly dangerously. It's the dangerous alliance. He is allied. Okay, it makes some more. It makes more sense there, but it's still a weak sauce name. How dare you? But also, that's fine. Um, what a goddamn crew this is, Marianne. We've got... It's, it's so easy to get you to submit to things, John. Yeah, I'm just like, whatever now. I'm going to call you the submission, John Pingle. The submission. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> That'll be on the shirt. Yeah, it's fine. Um, 
great, great crew. And then we had uh, Sting's music, which we talked about was a banger last time we saw Sting when he fought the great Mutati. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad that stuck with you. And um, this was when Dustin Rhodes and Barry Windham were a tag team, and I forgot, I forgot about that, and I fucking loved that shit. It was great. Just bleach blonde beauty. My goodness, and they were both tall lads. Uh, we need to talk about this giant map that Paul Heyman brought to ring. And, and the the inside voice that he seemed to not have. Oh, he here. Never... Let me shout loudly all of my plans. He never had one, but I know. I, I was going to say he can't. He's like he's like me. I don't have an inside voice either. And I sit at the front desk of a quiet office and answer the phone, so everyone can hear my shit talking. My God. Um, yeah. How insane was it to hear Jim Ross <laughs> uh, compare Paul Heyman to Jim Jones? Okay, I thought I was imagining hearing that. No, but like the Jim Jones. Yes, the Jim Jones. When did that happen, Marianne? When did Jones? The seventies. Okay, because I was like, I don't think we were. I feel all weird shit happened in the seventies. Even if it didn't happen in the seventies, it happened in the seventies. Yeah, absolutely. <gasps> but oh my god! Yeah, this was catered just to me. Absolutely, I, that spoke just to me. I was two, but I still felt it in my bones. <laughs> um, also, I forgot uh, one of my coworkers. I was like, I need a bottle op- opener. Can you give me a bottle opener? And she said, sure. And she gave it to me. And it, it was a bottle opener with Jim Jones's face on it. Did you tell her that Kool-Aid doesn't come in bottles? Uh, I didn't. But she got it from the Museum of Death that is out here in L.A. And uh, I need to go there, man. Dude, they have the sweetest Zodiac Killer shirt I've ever seen. It's sold out on their website. Um, is it? No, because uh, Josh, my friend Josh, not... Um, not uh, Hollywood. I am Hollywood. Hollywood, Josh. Um, he, uh, he has a button up, a sweet ass button up that's in, and like it's the pattern on it is Zodiac Cipher. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's legit. This, it's from Western Evil. This, you can also get a button up shirt that's got mug shots of serial killers. You know, like that serial killer dress I have, but you can get a button up shirt with it, which yeah. is sweet. This this uh, this uh, Zodiac shirt. It's a it's a tarot card. It's the magician tarot card, and it's very cool. The button-up one is great because you can wear it. Um, Josh wears it to work and yeah, only like totally sadistic freak-out people. I really don't think I could wear this one anywhere because it has the by fire, by gun, by knife, by rope on the back of it. And it says Paradise and Slaves on it. So I really, oh my don't, God. really don't think I could uh, wear that anywhere. <laughs> but it's a cool design on the front, everyone. Just take my word for it. Anyway, we start the match off with stunning Steve Austin and Barry Windham. And uh, my first note is Austin in multiple colors on his tights. Um, it looks like they spelled his name with alphabet refrigerator magnets. It did exactly. That's exactly what it looked and like. And I couldn't unsee it. Also, why the fuck were we talking about his tights when he has hair? Yeah, what'd you think of that hair, Marianne? What? He was born with hair? Yeah, I know. Very strange. Fucking weird. Very weird. What'd you think? I can't imagine that? him with colors, though. That was also weird. The co- colors <laughs> that weren't <laughs> denim. Yeah, absolutely. Because denim is a color. Denim is indeed a color. Did you know right now, Marianne, in Los Angeles, it is 78 degrees outside? It is almost 10 p.m. What the fuck is going on? Anyway, Barry Windham, big old DDT. It's, it's 75 out here. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Barry Windham hit a big old DDT, and it's I forgot like two how... two degrees uh, more. Three degrees more. Oh, is it? 
It's probably you so. You said seventy-eight degrees. That's right. I did. It's probably so nice there, though. Mm. Oh well. Um, Austin's busted real quick. Um, I have a note towards the end of this match, but I'll just say it now. Uh, it pretty much seemed like everyone was bleeding in this match. Yeah, Jesse the Body Ventura said that. He as well. also he said was like that. everyone's bleeding. Yeah, every, who isn't bleeding? Um, how great was the coin toss? I couldn't even see it. What were you talking about? It's when the countdown happens, and then oh, they I know, do... I know the coin toss, but I missed what happened with the coin toss. Oh, it was just very, uh, it was just very interesting. I just really liked it. How can coin tosses be interesting? I don't know because it was just like, oh, we got to go to the coin toss, and it happens, and it's like, oh, the heels won. I can't believe it. Ha cha cha cha. Rick Rude comes in i have done a twitter poll asking rick rude in wcw or rick rude in wwf so far with 13 votes rick rude in the wwf which i don't agree with i really loved wcw did you unfollow all the people that voted no because you can't see who voted Ooh, this isn't instagram never mind Oh, no, it's not. It's it's on it's on the No, Twitter I know. Machine. I was like it's not like Instagram is what I meant to say. Right. And I I would never unfollow someone for thinking that that Rick Rude was better in WWE. Would you unfollow someone if they like put the Undertaker above everyone? No. Huh. Are no. you that desperate? Desperate for followers? Yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> we're sitting at Submission John Pingle. <laughs> we're, we're sitting pretty at 1032, y'all. So proud of you, Johnny P. We're doing good work over here. Uh, yep, that's all I got. <laughs> um, Steamboat House of Fire, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. There are two is too many Ricks, and or not enough, depending on how you think. Too many Ricks? I don't know. Can we just, um, I mean, I have this note a lot, but the crowd is just going absolutely insane. This entire match. There's a lot of blood, and it's in a cage. And they so. were screaming when Ricky the Dragon Steamboat got in. When Sting came in, everyone was just punching each other in the crowd. It was nuts. And then when they announced that Sting, I mean, spoiler, but when they announced that the Stinger Squadron won, the crowd was like, I, it was great. It was just good stuff. I miss when everyone thought wrestling was real. Or kind of. <laughs> or whatever. Um, Arn Anderson. The Enforcer, great DDT, and then follows it up with the fucking best spinebuster of all time. Fucking fight me. Arn Anderson spinebuster is where it's at, y'all. Remember when you were Blarn Anderson on Twitter? I do remember that. And then I promptly forgot about it because of reasons. Blarn is a great name. Um, I guess. Sure. Stop highlighting shit and just talk. Damn. All right. I'm speaking. John is. Never mind. Ugh. Um, they, at one point, the Dangerous Alliance just tosses Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, not only over the rope, but over... Did he, did he get capsized? He basically did. He was capsized to the other ring, which was absolutely <laughs> crazy. Um, we need to talk about the height of this cage, because there was no. It is lacking. It. it is lacking in height. Um, Dustin Rhodes goes to do a... Uh, but also, he's a large lad. Yes, he is. He goes to do an inverted atomic drop to uh, to Austin, and he just lifts him straight up into the top of the cage. And it's to the point... It's like the middle point where, you know, there's just a big metal square that's holding... It's like they just rented a giant dog kennel. Yes, it also looks like... And if they when they show the wide shots of the cage, like, it's sagging. Yeah. <laughs> 
I noticed that. I was like really nervous when Medusa yeah. was up there. I was like, what are you doing? Yes. Uh, Medusa goes, she gets uh, Polly's phone and she goes, uh, she goes up there and gives the phone to Arn Anderson. And Sting- because even back then they knew phones were a brick. Yes. And Sting climbs the cage and they're just both up there. And I'm like, man, this thing's just going to collapse. But it didn't. Sting- what if it did? I don't know. I don't know. Would, we would have been having a whole different conversation, I guess. I guess. Um, Sting finally comes in, and he is a house of fire, as uh, Jr. would say. Um, and I loved every second of it when he picks up Rick. I believe it's Rick Rude, and he's just gorilla pressing him into the top of the cage. I really love like that. It's like when you're tossing a baby in the air. Yes, it was so great. I loved it. Um, Bobby Eaton came in. I don't think I feel just like a general statement about Bobby Eaton. Very underappreciated. He has, uh, he's a great wrestler and he has a fantastic, um, top rope guillotine leg drop, AKA the Alabama jam. Um, love Bobby Eaton and love Nikita Koloff as well. You do love Nikita Koloff. I do. Everyone knows that. I absolutely love Nikita Koloff. I remember as a little kid, I'm like, this guy is the freaking best but you um, also love dean malenko i do oh my god could you imagine a tag team of nikita koloff and dean malenko <sighs> that'd be great nikita, john keep keep it pg nikita koloff you just made the list <laughs> <laughs> uh nikita koloff so the the storyline coming into this is nikita has just recently become a good guy um and the stinger, what? yeah, the stinger, yes, the stinger squadron's not sure if they can trust him, mainly because Sting and Nikita have had a blood feud go quite literally. I think we saw some of it uh, during that Steiner's Luger Sting tag match we watched. He came out and hit. Uh, this just makes this match so much nicer for me. I love friendship and teamwork. Oh my goodness! So. Uh, Nikita comes in, he tries to, he helps up Sting, they're staring at each other, and then, uh, I built two members of the Dangerous Alliance try to attack Sting from behind, but Nikita pushes him out of the way and takes the bullet, and then they beat up those guys, and then they high-five and hug for friendship. And I love watching wrestlers have fun. Yeah, it's... it's it was cute. Absolutely. It, it was, it was like best friends hugs, I just... Big good, lads hugging. It was good stuff. It's my thing. Um, the top rope is completely done for. The Dangerous Alliance has been working over it, trying to get it undone the entire time. Um, for what purpose? Well, the honestly? purpose was to apparently hit Sting with it, uh, but Sting gets out of the way, and Larry Zabisco hits Bobby Eaton in the arm with it, and then uh, Sting puts him in an arm lock, and Bobby Eaton says... That's enough for me, folks. And that's the end of he the match. He basically just got there. He did, which is very funny. You figure it would have been anybody else, but he just got there. Well, I guess that's what happens when you get hit in the arm with the uh, metal part of a turnbuckle, Marianne. Not the hardest part of the ring, though, apparently. No, apparently not. But the crowd went fucking absolutely crazy, and it was good stuff. Uh, Marianne, what did you think of War Games? It's kind of just a hodgepodge of dudes beating the shit out I of each other. I understand the concept now, but I still don't get why they can't just make one giant ring. I don't know. And what happens if somebody <laughs> fucking taps out in, like, the purgatory between rings? Oh, 
I don't know. Because there's like a space in between it. There was like a part where somebody was getting like a Boston Crab like yeah. in between the two rings. And, and I was I, like, what's happening I here? I believe there was a part where Arn Anderson's head was in between the two rings and someone was just stepping on his head. And that was good stuff. Cool shit, man. All right. We got some questions, Marianne. We've got some goddamn questions. Are you ready? I guess. Come on now. Mike asks... What's your favorite wrestling mask? That's a good question. Mary, that is a good question. Do you have any uh, thoughts? I'm, I'm thinking. I will go. I think, uh, I mean, you can't go wrong. With Jush, oh, I know my answer. With Jushin Thunder Liger. You also can't go wrong with uh, my fa- one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Ultimo Dragon. Has some pretty cool masks. And uh, I hope I don't steal yours, but I'm going to say Ultramanthus Black. Fuck! Also has a fantastic looking God mask. damn it, John. Was that who you were going to say? Yes. Well, there you go. But now I'll have to say another one and I'll say um, the ants. Oh, yeah. The ants. I love the ants. All of the ants have uh The colony is mask. great. The colony has great masks. Yes. I'm so pissed, John. Sorry. I went for broke there. I was trying to give you time to think and then I went, well, this is probably the one she's going to And then say. I said, oh, I have one and then you still stole it. Well, uh, I was on a roll. I'm sorry. Um, Justin asks, did the right person win the Super J Cup? Now, Marianne, um, El Phantasmo won the Super J Cup. Um, I was quite pleased, mainly because he, uh, cheated to win to beat Will Ospreay, which was hilarious. It's like, I think any, like, anybody but Will Ospreay would have made you happy. Yes, which was very hilarious. Uh, just an oversaturation of Will Ospreay. Um, I just too need, much ocean spray. It's just too much ocean spray, uh, and it's not the it's not the cran apple or the cran juice that I like at this moment. Everybody in time. like that loves Will Osprey has like never mind. I'm not going to make the joke. That was it's too much. Effort. Um, so do I think the right person won El Fantasmo? Um, uh, I mean, yes, I think so. I I wouldn't I wouldn't have wanted to see um osprey win another tournament um but it makes sense that he would go all the way to the semifinals uh dragon lee i could see but they're they were trying to set up i don't Dragon lee won the fucking king of the indies tournament two years in a row yeah that's no it's very dumb it should have been jake atlas i mean i'm still sour about that those were the finalists uh it was phantasmo and dragon lee uh hell of a match um, yes, I think El Fantasma was the correct person to win this tournament. Um, they went pretty. They went pretty hard in the paint uh, with his with his gimmick and his presentation. Um, he is a a shitty shitty heel in the best way possible. And uh, yeah, I was fine with it. He looked a lot better in the two matches I saw him in this tournament than he did in all of Best of Super Juniors. I'll say that because I was I was not a fan, not a fan. But now I'm I'm like, yeah, this guy's cool. I like him. Now you're like lukewarm. I'm lukewarm. Um, Jan Kirby asks, who would you put in a modern day dangerous alliance? So if Paul Heyman had his dangerous alliance today, who would you put in there? Marianne, do you want me to go first? Can you please? Because I don't watch the product. So um anymore he had an ecw one? Oh, the new dangerous alliance all right all right calm down so the dangerous alliance in wcw uh consisted of arn anderson bobby eaton 
Larry Zabisco, Rick Rude, and Steve Austin, as we have gone over. Uh, I believe at they the all t- have dad names. They do. I believe at the time, Arn Anderson and Larry Zabisco were a tag team, and I mean, you can't r- honestly. Here we go right now. The New Dangerous Alliance uh, is um, the revival. Um, it's Randy Orton, um, who would uh, in in this he would be playing the role of I I guess my Rick Rude. Um, so I've got three. I need two more. Um, who would be a stunning Steve Austin? <sighs> Honestly, I, I'd i probably... Oh boy, I don't even want to say it. I'd probably put Dolph Ziggler in there. Um, and then I would put... Um, I would probably put Ro- uh, Robert Roode in there as well. I think that's my dangerous alliance. Bobbert. Bobbert. I think that's a good... Uh, that's a good... That's a good five right there. There you go. That's all I got, Marianne. Yeah, whatever he said. Cool. Uh, Dan asks, who are some wrestlers that you guys became fans of instantly upon first... Or for, oh, my goodness. Dan, I'm so sorry. Who are some wrestlers <laughs> that you guys became fans of instantly upon seeing them for the first time? There we go. Reno Scum. Reno Scum. Okay. Reno Scum and the Berkeley Brawler. Um, I'd say Tim Donst for me. You just made the list. Um, I would also say um, when he was in his Kurt Angle gimmick. Um, I didn't start watching him until I went back and saw him. But this was, I think, the first time I started seeing Donst was when he was uh, doing the uh, I don't give a shit gimmick. Oh, my God, where he pushes somebody out of their chair and then just stands on the chair. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, Love it for sight. Who else would I say I was a fan of immediately? Um, <laughs> I, are, are we talking like, well, obviously, because you hadn't seen Tim Don's wrestle in person. So if I'm thinking of people that I was a fan of immediately right when I first saw them. Yes, that's what's Fucking happening. Chuck Taylor. Yeah. You just made the list. Um, Who else? Was I an immediate fan of when I first saw them? This is... Um, I mean, for me, I, I had never seen Shingo Takagi wrestle uh, before Bola. Dan had been hounding me in the most polite way to check out... Canadians don't hound. <laughs> to, to, they do politely. To check out Shingo. Uh, and then I was like, yeah, all right. And then I checked out Shingo at Bola and I went, holy Bingo. shit. Bingo. Bingo Shingo. <laughs> Oh boy, that's uh, that's something. That's something else. I'm sorry. Um, I'd also say um, smooth sailing Ashley Remington. That's another one. Uh, that's so another really a lot good of one. Chikara guys. If uh, a lot of Chikara guys, because those gimmicks are just so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tim Donst for me, definitely. That was a love at first sight. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of who else uh, I would I would put in that category, but I think that's. Um, you know what, Tajiri? The first time I saw Yoshihiro Tajiri, I was like, "This guy's fucking cool. I like him." So that's another one. Um, I think another one of mine is Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews also very good because he's just a little little Malfoy. It's very very true. Little Malk. All right, I and think... Flash Morgan Webster. I'm a very I'm very into presentation. Yes. Um, despite Chuck Taylor's lack of presentation, <laughs> <laughs> it's just his his charisma is just the best um in case you guys forgot who my favorite wrestler is it is chuck taylor um, you know there here's another name that some people might not know but jj perez was also someone 
that I uh, I really liked, and I thought he was an AP. He was basically an APW standout. Um, and then I believe he got hurt, and then he had to become. He was the commissioner. Um, but uh, I remember seeing him wrestle. I'm like, yep, this dude has definitely got it for sure. And I saw him wrestle. Um, I saw him wrestle AJ Styles. Uh, it was very cool. It was a lot of fun. I think TJP is another one of mine. Mostly because the second I saw him, I went, huh? The second I saw him, I went, wow, he's hot. I hit the you just made the list thing. And I talked over it and I didn't hear it. That's what I thought you said. But yeah, he's on the list. But I like I looked at him and I went, wow, he's hot. But I think my number one, the first one I think of immediately because I saw them like in person for the first time and I had never seen them even like record. It was definitely my number one answer is Reno scum. Yeah, right. Like immediately I was like, Oh my God, they're so fucking cool. Sounds And good. now they're my dads. I have heard this. <laughs> I am. I am like living the life right now. Well, good, good, <laughs> good for you. Good for you. I don't know what that's from. Why do you sound so bitter, John? I don't Fuck. know. I don't know. Wait, let's just, uh, let's, this is the worst. This is, everything is terrible. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moon Salt, and you can follow John on Twitter at JP Thrice. Get him more followers, y'all. Um, subscribe followers. to us on iTunes, which I need to update on my computer, apparently. Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. Uh, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts or a mug or a tote bag. Uh, don't buy a sweatshirt. Be, be a local talent. Be a local talent. Oh, boy. we got to... Oh, be a local talent is actually... I gotta do or that. be a star. No, don't be a star. <laughs> Never be a star, anyone. Um, support TTR and all of the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon. Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Vince, thank you once again. And uh, whomever else uh, uh, donates to us, um, we love you. You're all great. I want to give a quick shout out to Kevin. Because he's hilarious, and I'm so excited that he's going to Bola. I'm still going to try and land oh him a, a night free ticket. I I'm am. hopefully staying with him, because I still have not figured out where I'm staying. I'm very pumped for uh I'm so for Kevin. excited. For Kevin to be down. It, I, this is like the first year that I feel like, and I And you haven't here. met Kevin in person, have you? No, I have not. This, oh, this in the, for a treat. This is like the first year that I'm like, I feel very embedded in the community. Like, I know. Really? I know a couple of people. I mean, I know people. I know people, but, you know, just I feel like I, get, I have a little crew and I have people that I, I want to see that are going to be there. So it's great. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm I'm hopefully staying with him because I still have not figured out where I'm staying because I'm broke. Right. Shit. right. But I'm excited to see Glenn Joseph also. He will be hanging out with Bill Regal for most of the Good weekend. Old Bill but he was Regal. like, uh, huh? Good old Bill Regal. Yeah. Um, I was like, hang out. He was like, yeah, hang out with me. I hate people, but I really like you. So, and I was like, cool, Glenn, I will do this. Let's go to drag brunch. Does that mean um, that? Oh no, why can't I remember? Uh, does that mean Jim Smallman's coming? No. Damn, he. The other one. I know, John. I know. I'm just. I know. I know which ones they are. I'm just. <laughs> God, why are you so mad? Because stop you, yelling at me. Because you just assumed I'm. I'm didn't know which british guy was which 
No, I didn't. How dare you? You said the other one. I said, is, does that mean Jim Smallman's coming? You said, no, it's the other one. <laughs> I know who they are. I'm just, I know that, uh, oh my God, that Jim Smallman's wanted to go to PWG forever. Uh, and I guess. Who knows? He may make an appearance. I just know that Glenn and John are going to be there. I just think it'd be cool if he did ring announcing. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Then what is Chuck Taylor even there for? No, no, no. Like the. Oh, the, ring announcing. Yeah. That'd be great. Then Christian's out of a job. That's fine. I love Christian, by the way, but... No, he's great. Oh, good shit. I'm excited. All right. So uh, that's it for us this week. Uh, thank you for listening to this complete nonsense. Um, this, this just dumpster fire of a podcast. Absolutely. But, I mean, it, it, it was good. It's good. It, it was good. When, we, when, we're not, when we're not prepared, then it tends to go yeah, pretty well. I agree. So, uh, we should probably wrap it up before we fucking cancel yeah. all of that shit uh, out. So, Marianne, there's only one thing left to do, so if you will. Ring the bell or don't. The podcast is still going to end. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.